Welcome to the 321 Biz Development Podcast. My name is Clarence Rick Napier, CEO of 321 Biz Dev LLC, located in Sacramento County, California. 321 Biz Dev LLC is a business development and sales industry think tank. 321 is the only company with sales systems for white collar professionals who did not have access to affordable sales and business development training in college or through certification programs. With over 20 years of experience in sales training, including six years in corporate America at a Fortune 500 company in Los Angeles, 321 is the company to call if you or your sales team want to master the following four main sales functions. Contacting, prospecting, appointment setting, and closing. 321 supports attorneys, CPAs, insurance brokers, dentists, real estate brokers, cosmetic surgeons, and real estate investors. In addition, 321 features the most talented business professionals on our podcast from North America and from around the world. 321 BizDev services are available worldwide where the English language is spoken. Our website is 321bizdev.com, powered by sitemarket.com. And we can be reached toll-free in the U.S. and Canada at 833-321-3212. We hope you enjoy today's podcast. Well, today, uh, 321BizDev listeners, I am so excited to interview our guests, Ken, Kim and Rob Campbell, of uh, their real estate expansion experts uh, with EXP Realty. They're entrepreneurs, they're authors, they're speakers, they're real estate brokers. They bring a compelling story to the future of real estate, so I'm very excited that they are our guests today. So now it's my pleasure to welcome to the new and improved 321 Biz Development Podcast. Good afternoon, Kim and Rob. Hey, Rick. How's it going? Hey, Rick. <laughs> hey, it's, it's going pretty good. And Let me just, I just want to, I wanted to introduce you, but I wanted to tell our listening audience that I've been searching for a solution to this to this real estate thing that's been, you know, on my mind for a long time. And I have this saying that I came up with. So I hope I'm not, uh, you know, infringing on someone else's trademark. <laughs> but I, <laughs> that if you search long enough, you will find a solution to any challenge that that you that you have. If you search long enough, search hard and search long. So, uh, Kim and Rob, I want to ask you a few questions about yourself. I want to ask you some questions about what you're doing. And more importantly, I want to ask you some questions about the current state of real estate and what you see out there on the horizon for real estate professionals. So my first question is what led you to pursue a, a career in real estate way back in the day? <laughs> oh, mine was mine was easy. I got fired from corporate job, so that wasn't hard. <laughs> yeah. Hey, if you get fired from corporate, go into real estate. Isn't that the right thing to do? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I was in cor in the corporate world for five years out of college, and I couldn't stand it. It was sucking the life out of me, and uh, I figured out that I needed to do something that's going to compensate me for the effort I put in. And uh, corporate America wasn't doing that for me, so I figured if uh, if I got to work in real estate, then I can get uh, compensated for what I'm worth, and that's what got me into the real estate industry over 20 something years ago. All right, perfect. My next question is: What are the top challenges for real estate agents in 2019? What do you guys see 
being a, a real estate professional that started, that had, I believe, you, I think you mentioned you had 15 offices and 400 agents in the uh, Tennessee market. What do you see as the challenges for today's real estate agents? Well, that's a good question because today's market is different than it ever has been in the past, and it's uh, changing at a rapidly changing pace. Uh, for instance, uh, Kim and I, we used to own REMAX franchises back in the day. We had 15 of them and 400 agents, and we owned our mortgage title insurance, everything. So we, we uh, developed our business in a very lucrative time in the industry where broker owners and uh, franchises were very prevalent and uh, were making lots of money in the real estate industry. But in the recent years, that has changed dramatically. And uh, that's what got us that we, we sold everything uh, about seven years ago because we kind of saw this writing on the wall happening and the shift in the industry. So some of the shifts that have happened to led us to this point are, one, that agents are now branding themselves. Yep. Instead of branding the company, the, 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 the brand name of the franchise or the business, they're branding themselves uh, in the industry. Their, their, their real estate name, their team name, their niche they're doing, whatever they're, to brand themselves. <clears throat> and that has led to agents becoming more independent and less reliance on a broker and a broker owner. So we've seen that happen over the years. As a matter of fact, we saw in the Remax days, many top, top agents that would get their their uh, volume up to a high level. We're talking 800 to a million dollars a year in commissions every year. And uh, they would leave the franchises and go off independent and still do just as well, if not better, which tells me that it was not about the brand, it was about them. It was about the, their personal business and the, the branding that they put around themselves, not the franchise. Now here, fast forward to today, where are we today? Well, in the past few, few years, technology has really taken off. I mean, I may date myself, but I can remember <laughs> in the days of the MLS books, right? Well, mm -hmm. that's totally changed and now we have um, brokerage, we have companies out there that are getting away from the old broker's model like we used to do. We're agents. They're doing now direct-to-consumer technology. And they're, ta they're taking our listings and our information that we uh, have earned and achieved through our business that we put online in the MLSs, they're scraping that information, they're taking that information, and they're going direct to consumer. <laughs> Their intent is to cut the real estate agents out. So that uh, has a dilemma here. What do the real estate agents do? What's the next phase for the real estate industry? I mean, you've got the Zillows out there, the Trulias, the uh, Open Doors and the Knox. Google's getting into the real estate industry. Um, I heard uh, rumors that Amazon may be too. So you got technology companies that are going straight to consumer. And even though some of them are partnering with agents right now and charging them a lot of money, don't make no mistake about it. They're trying to cut the agents out. At some point, their whole goal is to cut the agents out and make it a transaction fee only. Well, how are agents supposed to compete in this industry today? How are agents supposed to position themselves? Well, you got you've got to position yourself where where you're able to provide the consumer with the the, the tools and the information and the knowledge of what 
can help them in their transaction. It's got to be about the consumer. The technology companies are trying to make it sound like and feel like that it's going to be, oh, no problem. Just come on here and buy your home and, and it'll be a sweet deal. Well, we all know that's not the case when you get down to it because it used to be hard to go buy a car online. But today's market, you can pretty much buy a car online and you're good. Especially when you buy from these uh, these companies like CarMax and and, uh, and some of these other types of companies that have pre-certified cars. They have cars that have been checked out. And you can go search online, find a car, go get it, and you're good, right? Mm-hmm. Trying to enable that in houses is a different scenario. They think that they're going to be able to put a house online and have you buy it online. But when you get out to every individual home, you've got different and unique problems that happen with that house. You've got setbacks, you've got uh, uh, easements, you've got uh, problems with the home itself, foundational problems, you've got uh, uh, radon, you've got uh, different things that can affect the value of the home. And if you don't have a professional that understands what to look for and how to look out for the client, then uh, the, that's, the clients are going to get severely hurt. And today in this marketplace, what we're seeing is the consumer understands that right now. That's why they're very shy about going completely automated online. Mm-hmm. They're doing some of it. What we're getting is the consumer is more educated online. The consumer is getting a lot of information from online. They're taking that information and they're coming to the real estate agent and they're armed with this information which years ago agents were afraid of that but really and truly they need to embrace that (laughs) and and say hey look i'm glad that you're informed on what you want where you want the school districts here and the homes there and the values here let's now drill it down and find the home and make sure you get a great deal when you do that Hey, so hey, Rob, you're, you're on you're on a, you're on a roll right now. But I want to go back to something that you that you mentioned about two or three minutes ago. When you mentioned that the uh, that the real estate agents were sort of caught up and possibly <laughs> I'm using this word possibly getting steamrolled by some of these digital marketing companies. How come industry leaders didn't see that coming? What do you think? What do you think happened? Where what, okay. was it the broker's so, fault that didn't see that coming, or <laughs> how did it happen? Well, we we all have our soapboxes, right? So mm-hmm. here it is. We caused this. We the, all bro- did. the brokers caused this. The agents caused this. We brought it on ourselves, and I'll tell you how. Years ago, I'm talking about 15 years ago. The brokers were attempting to get together in the industry and create a national MLS. Mm. And if we had a national MLS, that we had one place to go to put all of our content and information, we could have held control of all of the information. And if we held control of all the information, had a proprietary to the real estate agents, the licensed agents only, we'd be in a different spot than we are today. But we didn't do that because, and I'm probably going to get uh, some bad bad PR from this, but there's a lot of greed going on in the real estate industry. Oh, tell and it, tell it. Tell it. Let's hear this. One of them are from the boards and the MLSs themselves, because the boards and the MLSs are a cash cow. 
for their board members and their local mm. market. So none of these boards or MLSs wanted to give up control in their local markets. So because none of them wanted to give up control of their local MLSs and their boards, and, and they wanted to, to, to cut out that, that income source, they would not release and open up for the, for the idea of a national MLS. They squashed it. Well, because of that, we now have the, the IDX, we now have the data sharing, we now have all this stuff out that NAR has put together for us. Well, now NAR is charging us for our own information, and now we're giving out this information through IDX to these third parties who are now selling it back to us. So we could have had our own MLS, we could have had our own data portals, we could have owned it all and controlled it all within the real estate industry, but we didn't because of greed. But that's in the past, and we're here where we are today. Well, you know, I tell you what, man, this is, you are the first person, and I've read, and I want to give, I want to give listeners a link that I, that I found about three or four years ago, it was a uh, website called The Danger Report. Mm-hmm. A- and 99 you know, real estate professionals out of 100 have never read that. And it was a, uh, it was a NAR-sponsored report. And it's online right now. It's called, the, it's called DangerReport.com. And it talks about some of the same things that you talked about, but at a very high level. But you, you, zeroed, you zeroed in on, on some, some items that I have never heard before. So that's why I let, let people know this. Our podcasts are, are powerful because we get to hear information. I mean, I've never heard that before. To be honest with you, I've never heard that. Oh, yeah. Rob, well, is, Rob is like, he is the encyclopedia of real estate. You know, like I'm the, you know, amazing visionary part, but the detail part, that's my database. Right? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's not popular. You don't want to talk about it. If you're in the boards, you, you, you don't want to kind of, you know, cheat on your spouse type thing, right? You don't want to cheat on the boards, but if you want to get real and down and dirty, that's what happens. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So now we see, like you mentioned, I didn't, I didn't do the, uh, the the spreadsheet or the the plus and minuses of what's going on with this with this new uh, IDX and NAR, but it seems like the real estate agents are maybe paying two and three times, you know, for yeah. information that they that is 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 quite unnecessary for them to pay. So. Uh, that's why well, I see let's, let's, let's um, some shakeups. Let's, let's, let's break that down. I know we're break it down, about Rob. Break it down, bro. But, but let's break that down. So you have to be a member of a board to be a realtor, right? So you have to mm-hmm. pay your board dues. Well, then usually you have to pay extra for the MLS service in many 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 cases in many towns. So now you're paying for the MLS service. And and that's to put your information and your data up that you earned earned. And that you worked hard for and you paid a lot of money for, you're putting your data on this MLS system. Well, then, uh, NAR is part of your board dues that you're paying for. However, if you want the upgraded package with NAR, you got to pay money for that, don't you? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, now you got to pay again for your information to get access to get your information. That, that you put to up, get your that you upload it, you that pay you pay staff now, to load it up. I'm probably going to get burned for this, but that's the truth. Now, then, now that's within our own family. That's what they're billing us with our own within our own family, right? Now, that mm-hmm. did not mention the the money you have to pay to the state for your license. That's just a given thing, right? Right. But now you've got these uh, outside companies that are 
consider getting the IDX feed for not a lot of money. You can get an IDX feed for for uh, for not too terribly high cost and take that data that we paid for. We got we we had the relationship. Um, take that data and you can farm it for clients and then feed it back to us. Now, here's how they feed it back to us, right? You have to pay exorbitant fees to these companies to get access to your own uh, information, to your own data, your own leads, or they feed it back to you as far as referral fees. So all this could have come straight back to us, but instead these third companies are jumping in and capturing it, taking a cut out of it. So that's where we are today. Now the question is, how do we work with this environment? All right, let us let's see, let's hear it. <laughs> so, how do you work with this environment? Well, number one, you can pay the the ransom. You can pay the fee. You can go to Zillow. You can go to Trulia. You can go to these other companies. You can pay the fee. So. That way you get your leads and then they'll feed you leads for certain zip codes and you can you can uh, build your business that way. Now, is that the best way to build a business? No, it's not. I mean, we all know the number one way to build your real estate business is by sphere of influence, by people that you know, the people that like, know, and trust you. That's the number one way to build any kind of sales group, including real estate. Well... Why do agents don't do that? Well, back in the day before we had extensive MLS services and before we had these online services, that's exactly what we had to do. We didn't have a choice, but it was hard. It was hard to do because you had to get on the phone and you had to call your friends and you had to call your your former um, um, people that you were uh, employed with and, and your 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 other employees that worked around you in your other job and then you had to call your uh, your your relatives and you you leverage that relationship with them to let them know you're now in real estate and you're going to help them with their real estate business and you had to continuously call them all the time you have to give them items of value you have to to provide a service for them for them to like know and trust you to come use you as their real estate agent and for years real estate agents didn't have the best reputation they were mainly uh categorized right in there with used car salesmen but that has all changed throughout the years as the complexity of the industry has changed and so we have gained the respect for what we do now you still have the bad apples out there they're doing dirty stuff that's within every industry but for the most part we've got really good players out there that are doing things right and are consumer based so back to lee how do you build your business well Enter these new technology companies that came out with these way to script internet for leads, the way to, to pull the client into them and then feed them back to you. And so these agents go, oh, so I don't have to do the hard stuff anymore. I can go do the oh, easy no. stuff. Rob, Rob, are you money. saying are you saying we got lazy? Are you saying realtors got lazy? Oh. <laughs> we got lazy. Well, actually, we're not getting lazy. We weren't, in my opinion, okay? So we weren't, you know, being um, challenged to learn, to grow, and mm -hmm. to expand. Make sense? Mm -hmm. So we were, yeah. hey, come over here. You come over here with me. You don't have to do anything. You just, you know, uh, come over here and for 50%, I'll give you me. And you go and get in a car. Well, that, you know. she makes a good point. 
because we had teams come into play. Right. So when teams came into play, the agents that did not want to put in the hard work, hard work would say, well, I'll just go on a team, let them pay for all the leads and feed them to me, and I'll, I'll give half of it back to the team leader. Right. So it became easy, right? So teams mm-hmm. started to grow and started to develop, and these agents that, that didn't want to do the hard work got on these teams. And then the brokers started saying, well, heck, if these teams are doing this, I need to do it too. So the yeah. brokers just started getting involved. Oh, let me go uh, buy leads. Let me go uh, spend a lot of money on ads and, and AdWords and all this kind of stuff to bring leads into the company. And I'll feed them back to the agents for a huge split. So there's a cost to it. For an agent that wants to build their business, do it the right way and put the hard work in, they can get a lot more of their money back. For the ones that don't want to do that, it's so easy and so tempting to just jump on a team and jump on a, 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 a broker just going to feed you and pay them the commission back. Now, am I saying there's anything wrong with that? No. No, not, there's, not, no it's, it's legal. Oh. It's definitely legal. Yeah. yeah. Totally legal. Yeah. And, and I don't begrudge any agent for doing that. Nope. However, and, and quite frankly, it's prevented some agents from dropping out of the business altogether because right. when it's hard... The, the agents that can't cut it leave the industry. But when it's easy, like you can jump onto a team and they'll feed you leads, they'll stay in longer, right? Mm-hmm. So it's helped keep agents in the system and in the, uh, in the community longer because they're able to provide the service. However, there are certain agents that would have had a lot more potential for growth and more potential for success if they were to switch from the easy route to the hard route. Does that make any sense? Yes, sir. I agree with that. It's like all, all, it's all about a decision, like to be, you know, hey, I'm scared, but I'm going to be a business owner. You know, I want to own my own business. Now, I need mentors. I need coaches. You know, I need this lined up for me. And that's what, you know, um, we're passionate about for the past, you know, pretty much almost 20 years. You know, that's, that's right. what Rob and I have been. I mean, when we first got together, I mean, I guess we didn't share our stories, but when we got together, you know, Rob has, a, you know, a couple hundred agents. And uh, when I come on, I was already a mega agent, you know, uh, with Rookie of the Year in real estate, doing well. And when I got together with Rob, you know, he helped me, made over a million, million dollars in commission. So, you know, when we got married, I'm like, okay, honey, let's use all those money I have. Let's, let's, let's help our agent grow and let's help our company expand. Yep. You know, that's how we grew all the way to 400 agents all because we love attracting amazing, loving agents to work with us because we love people and we want to work with who we love. And when we bring them on board, we help train them. We coach them. We mentor them. And Rob is, and I are really, really good at helping all new agents, you know, take the business to no level, to some level and take seasoned agents. From the six figures to seven figures, and then now that now that's one of the main reasons why I was so drawn to you guys because, like I said at the, at, at the beginning, or like I said on some, another post, that you guys actually care about we agents. Do. Well, we are like so crazy in love with them. We're passionate because we see, because you know, I came from a refugee camp. And I mean, if you look at a real estate agent profile, okay, I ain't belonging there at all. Okay, really. And, and I'm not saying that to try to, uh, uh, you know, uh, get, you know, people to, to, to sorry for me. No, not at all. Because 
even to this day, I mean, I hate technology. You know what I mean? I'm I'm directional challenged. I don't read. You know, I'm not good at reading contracts. But I'm great at all those things, all because I made a decision to to, be a, to do the hard one, to That's be right. a good one. Because I remember my family member when I made a decision. You know, when I got a, um, fired from my corporate job, my family heard I'm going to be a real estate agent. They all, especially my brother, who's the pastor, was totally scared because he said, "Kim, you, I raised you to be a loving person, a kind person, not a saleswoman, because real estate agents are cutthroat, they're stealing uh, clients that don't tell the truth, and and they lie." The, the and, you typical know, perception. A typical in perception industry. And I will never forget this, Rick, that I said. I, I I took a, a really good look at myself. I'm like, God, you know I love you, and you know I love people. I don't want to hurt people. So if those are the kind of ruthless agent there are, then here's what I'm not. Here's what I want to be. I want to be a good agent. That was just I didn't even notice such a thing. I'm making a decision to be a good agent. So I told my brother, who was a pastor, that I'm like, Hey, brother. I want to be a good Christian realtor. I promise I won't steal anybody's customer. I guess I didn't know. I thought it's a thing people do. You know, I didn't know I was brand new. And I and I promise I will disclose everything about the home. And uh, and I want to make sure that I help a, a buyer found a home of their dream. Or else we're gonna go until until years later. I don't care how long it takes. I never worry about how long it takes for me to help somebody buy a home. But rather when. I can find them a dream home. It doesn't matter how long it took. One of my longest one was about six years, and that six year I didn't even. Every year I just said hello, and the six year hours, oh, and I get a big commission coming in, and I'm like, Whoa. that was when I'm already retired, right, Rob? And then I'm like, what's this? You know, fifty thousand dollar commission coming from? And I look at the name, and I call the buyer up, and I say, hey, you you put my name on the the. the Construction, the new construction. You build, I'm like, oh yeah. You only work with me, and every year you check on me. And when I went by, you know, a subdivision, I saw this new home building like a million and a half, and uh, I put your name on there because I know you care for me the whole time, and I just want to say thank you. And also, well, that's an amazing that, story. You, you are the lucky agent. Didn't they say that? <laughs> you are the lucky Gosh. agent. I had a reputation <laughs> of that. That's a whole different yeah. uh, episode, Rick. But that's because I care for them so much. Every time I help a buyer and a seller sell their home, I help improve the quality of their life, their family life, and you know, and their home, and show them well, how to take care of the home. I mean, I, I do it all. I don't just go and tell them here's the house and here's the closing well, gift, and that, I'm done. That was our goal all along. Yeah. In coaching agents is to help them be better agents, uh, better yeah. in the community, better for the clients. And in turn, we also help them grow their real estate business. Right. So we could identify a real estate agent when they came into the industry, whether they were experienced or newer. We could identify where they are today in their real estate business and where they want to go. Right. Because not every agent wants to be a million dollar a year producer in commissions because they don't want to put that much work into it and sacrifice the time that they're going to have to do to do it. However. Some agents, they're totally happy at two hundred and fifty thousand dollars a year. Some are totally happy with one hundred and fifty thousand dollars a year. Some are totally happy with four hundred thousand dollars a year. But but that way, they give them the time to enjoy life and have fun、yeah. and, and really experience life. So our job 
is to find out where they want to be. Yes. Do they want to be, are they a $100,000 your agent, want to be a 250 agent? Well, let's get them there. Yes. If you're going to be go from 100 to 250, you need to do this, this, and this in your business. Right. And so we Excellent. give them the, the roadmap yeah. on how to do it. Let's say they're a 250 agent. They say, I want to be a $500,000 agent. Well, if you're going to be a $500,000 year agent, you better do this, this, and this. You get, and give them a roadmap on exactly what they need to do to achieve that. So okay. that's what we did in our business yeah. to help now, them let me- to expand and grow them. Now let me ask this 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 next transition quick question, where you could talk about working your real estate business on a national level, and and not be mm-hmm. restricted. So here's my question: Why do current real estate agents are hit? Why are they hitting a wall right now if they're just working in their local area? And maybe you can talk about the opportunities of of working nationally, even though. You, you might live in Santa Rosa, California, or, or, right. or Smyrna, Georgia. Absolutely. So he, here's the, the way it always has been in the past is you get your real estate license in the state that you live in, and then you affiliate with a real estate brokerage, and then you're working within a certain mile radius of that brokerage. Matter of fact, some states had a restriction that you couldn't work a certain miles away from the brokerage. So, so that's the way it's been forever. However, today in this marketplace where we've got uh, uh, the technology on the internet, uh, we've got uh, the ability to move across state lines faster, then we're seeing more and more agents transitioning to being able to handle business nationwide. And uh, the way it started was the referrals, right? So you, you get into a, a referral situation where you know somebody that's going to Arizona and you refer them to an agent in Arizona and then you make a referral fee back and forth. And for years, the way we would develop our interna- or national or international business is developing the referral base. Hey, let's become friends. And if you have people coming to my city, I'll take care of them. If I've got people coming to your city, you'll take care of them. And lots of agents made a lot of money just on referrals alone. However, Another dynamic has started to change, and that's where agents can now start groups in other cities and other states. Like, let's say somebody is in California, and they've got a built really good real estate operation in California. They got the lead generation systems. They got they've got a little niche. They know how to, to get the business, and they how to take care of the clients, and they, everybody's happy, and things are rolling. Right? Well, mm-hmm. why limit it to that area? <clears throat> why limit it to California? Why can't you do that same thing in Scottsdale, Arizona? So then you go over to Scottsdale, Arizona, and you open a satellite group there, and you start growing in Scottsdale, Arizona. And the way you would have to do it before is you'd have to get a real estate license in Scottsdale, Arizona. You might have to get a brokerage license or affiliate with a broker in Scottsdale, Arizona. And then now you're building your niche in Scottsdale, Arizona. But if you're working for a broker in each state, you're paying double fees, you're paying double expenses, and if you own your own brokerage, you're paying expenses for all those. Well, then you want to start another one and another one. Well, it gets really expensive, okay. but you're leveraging, right? Well, mm-hmm. in today's market, it's totally different, especially with the company that we're working with now. It allows people to expand nationwide right. without the expense, overhead, and liability that we used to have. So like Kim and I have agents that we're coaching, mentoring, and overriding off of, building groups with in 27 states right now and with no expense, liability, or overhead, which creates a totally different dynamic in the marketplace today. So what you're saying is that a, a real estate agent 
um, and I use this example. This I use this example. A real estate agent in Portland, Maine, can also, uh, you know, uh, generate revenue or income from real estate transactions in Portland, Oregon. That's almost three thousand miles apart. Absolutely correct. Yes, yeah. And this and this same. See, see the whole def. See, Rob and Kim. In my in my opinion, you know what you guys are doing is the definition of an entrepreneur. Yeah. Well, let me tell you a story. In Nashville, Tennessee, there's a lady that I spoke with last year. Her name is Paige Turner. Paige Turner is the star of Flipper Flop Nashville on HDTV. And she is amazing. Oh, you guys should follow her. IG, uh, Paige so, Turner. She's so amazing. Paige Turner. So she sat down with me last year, and we were talking about um, uh, her her business model. And her show, and I said, how's the show going? And she says, oh, my gosh, it's great. We've got agents from all across the country that are reaching out to me. They want to partner with me. They want to get a business with me. And I they said, love her. They I love said, her said, energy. They love her well, business model. Paige, what's know? your plan? Uh, she said, well, I have a real estate company here in Nashville, Tennessee, mm-hmm. and I have my branding around that. I'm thinking about franchising so that I can open my company in, in these different cities where these agents want to partner with me. And I said, well, how, how's that going so far? And she said, expensive. I said, I know, we own 15 Remax offices. We understand franchise. So, so I said, Paige, let me tell you something. What if I can show you how to convert your real estate office today to a new concept, keep your branding of your real estate company, don't change that, and then tomorrow you can start your branch office in Arizona or in, in Connecticut or in Florida or wherever you want, you can start your branch office tomorrow with a advanced lead agents in those cities that work with you, and you can override off of those sales and those agents with no expense, oh. no liability, and no overhead. And she looked at me and she says, you've got to be kidding me. You've got to be joking. And I said, absolutely not. So I laid out the plan for her. I showed her how we would do it. She said, I may be crazy, but let's do this. So we converted her office, and she is expanding nationwide right now with her platform. So that's that's just one small story many, many, on how yeah. we've been able to help people expand their operations. That's See, why, now, we, I mean, to, to a point where, where people ask, what do you do? What do you do? And we've come up with, like, we've been helping this person expand, that person expand. We're and like, so we're developers, saying, you know, right? We're with the business, you know. Um, Expense and expert, and we're just saying that, not try to brand it or anything, because that's what's been helping every small agent, like new agent. I mean, think about. It. I was on the phone with uh, last week with a brand new agent, you know, and he was like, "OMG, Miss Kim, I did not know that you will work with new agent like myself, and I, I that you guys even work with me and love me and want to help me expand. Do you know how I'm willing to pay you guys like a boatload of money?" And I'm like, you know what? We love you so much. I will hook you up, but I don't have to charge you a whole lot. You just gotta take a look at deeply what we do. And when he saw that, he was in tears. Rick, he was like, "Oh my God, I had no idea that I, I could be one of you guys." And he was like, only like 25 years old, you know. And then well, we well, talk me, to an agent all the time. Yes, sir. Well, let me tell you this: here in California, yes, there are a lot of agents in tears. 
Wow. <laughs> and, and I'll tell you this. I, I just, you know, if you want me to work it in harder, I swear you, I can work 24 hours a day because that's my passion. <laughs> It's because, you know, when 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 people like myself, I mean, you know, I I was one of those misfit. misfit. I, I, I didn't know much about the real estate industry. And I'm scared, but I'm no business owner. I was like, I'm with a refugee girl, you know? I came to this country, couldn't speak a word of English. So being a business owner, you know, is very intimidating, you know? But I'm just showing people the basic step of how I help myself. And that's why I, how I help an agent grow, how we help an agent grow as a being, as a soul, and then as a real estate agent. And we will expand that business a little bit. And then we'll get to a level where they feel comfortable and we help them dominate. And that is OMG. I'm telling you, that's where I'm like, I literally like, uh, I'm the, is that only 24 <laughs> well, hours a day? Right. Well, <laughs> I will do well, all day long. That's every, my passion. every market is different. Every yes. market is in a different stage or a different state of real estate growth or, or decline or yeah. development. So we like to identify and, yes. and ask a lot of questions with the market or the agents and what they want to do, where their market is now, where they want to go, what their strengths are, what their concerns are, things that they want to develop more. And we put a plan together on how to do that. That's been our strength. Now, see, you mentioned that. And I, the reason why I mentioned California is because basically what, what you guys are talking about with, with, with your company EXP, a California agent that is, that is having you know, low productivity or maybe it's hard to find a buyer or seller, they can, and you, you, and I know you know this word, diversify. You can diversify right. and, and have and have business in, in Little Rock, Arkansas, or you can have you yeah. know, business in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, and not be subjected to like a, like a, like a, a certain uh, economic condition here in California, where in other areas it could be booming. Well, and, and so I, I was talking to a real estate uh, agent or broker owner down in Orange Beach, Alabama. Yeah. Uh, this was last year, and uh, he was referred to me from an agent in Nashville, Tennessee, and they had done uh, a coaching program together. They got to be real good friends and had me talk to him, and he owned a couple banker office. And so first thing I asked was, hey, uh, how many more years you have left on your franchise? And he said, I've got five years left. And I said, well, you're going to have to call me back in four and a half years. I can't help you. You're in a franchise. And so uh, so let's talk later. So he called me back two months later, and he says, Hey, Rob, I've been thinking a lot about what you're doing. I paid $100,000 to kill my coal banker franchise early, and I want to do it where you're doing. I said, wait, wait, wow. wait. You paid $100,000 to kill your franchise early? He said, yes, because I don't want to miss the window. I said, tell me more about that. And he said, listen to me. I'm in Orange Beach, Alabama. Said uh, we make a lot of money down here. The prices are great. The with a lot of turnover. A lot of uh, people coming out here and buying uh, buying vacation properties and and rental properties, investment properties. It's a lot of money down here. However, when a hurricane hits down here, we're shut down. All mm -hmm. the deals that were on the books are now wiped out. Yep. Uh, mm. Then we can't do much for a number of months until the insurance companies get down here and assess the situation with all this. Then we can start the process of rebuilding our real estate business. But in the meantime, there's no money coming in for months. Not to mention if we have an oil spill like right. they had, right? Yep. So he said, I, here's what I saw with your company. 
He said, I can get involved in your company and I can grow it here in Orange Beach, Alabama, but also I've got friends in, in Alabama, I've got friends in Mississippi, I've got friends in uh, Atlanta and, and Florida and, uh, and all across the country. He said, I can get a handful of these agents on board and they can share it with people too and build an organization to where if something happens here in Orange Beach, Alabama, my other agent friends across the country that we're business partners with now are still selling real estate and I still have an income. Great, great. Now here I got I got two more questions uh, left, but I definitely want to thank you for mentioning uh, Paige Turner because there are a lot of Paige Turners out there. There are a lot of Paige Turners. There are a lot of Paige Turners out there that that can that that will definitely see the benefit of uh, of doing something different. So let's talk about the I mean, real estate agent. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. I'm just like, like we have converted, you know, my point earlier is like we and Rob help like brand new agent and season agent. We have a lot of mega, mega team that we're working with and we also converting a lot of broker owners. You yeah. know, we, we are the expert and that's not because we go, I mean, we, we, not because anything, but because that's our passion to be able to help them, put them on a path, whatever level of experience they are to where they want to be. Well, that Their goal is most important to us. And that's why we're different. Yeah. Because... So many brokerages across the country get a bad rap because their plan is to bring on all these brand new agents oh. into their company and then hopefully they get their 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 two of their family members sales and one of their friend sales before they drop out of the industry. They're just right. gonna throw something up against the wall and see what happens, right? Now, yeah. if somebody accidentally starts to get successful, then they'll go, oh, you're a real, you're a rock star, let's go. And they'll run with them, right? Oh, my well, gosh. Did you, did you, did you say that. accidentally? Rob, did you say accidentally? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right? Well, oh my Kim, gosh. Kim, Kim and I don't do that. When we partner right. with somebody, they don't just come into our company or our business and come in our world and accidentally do something. When they oh. come into our helping them, it's them. Expand and grow their business. Right. right. No, no, so here's my here's my second to the last question. Okay, so you have Thanks. a real estate agent, and th- they are foregoing a a a nine to five job with with four hundred one k with with uh, with health insurance, and you know, and they're and they're getting older, and 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 uh, and they're agents, and they look at their their retirement plan, and they say, oh my gosh, I don't have a retirement plan at forty. And at 45, they're, they're working as, as an agent. And at 45, they still don't have a retirement plan. This yep. is the part wow. that, we, that we talked about a couple of weeks ago that you yep. need to share with our 321 Biz Development listeners oh. right now, Mr. Rob. Ow. All right. So, so here's, here's the way we used to build retirement plans in the real estate industry in the past. So in the past, an agent would get in the real estate industry and they build up a huge book of business uh, clients and their database that they would constantly get referrals and repeat business from and they'd have this business coming in and so their their retirement plan is I'll sell my book of business well what we've noticed is that doesn't work very well anymore it didn't work very well back then it doesn't work today because when you sell your book of business usually whoever you sell it to uh, they start feeling kind of uh, uh, they have to start paying those extra referral fees off of every one of your clients and they're they're not liking that so they jump ship and you end up losing your momentum on that. So the value is not really there like like they used to tout that. So then 
the next best way to fund your retirement as a real estate agent is to buy investment real estate. So you buy investment homes and you hold on to it for 30 years and you uh, get the um, uh, return off of that. And then hopefully in 30 years, you're paid off. And now you got this stream of income coming in, right? That's, that's the next best way for in the past to build a retirement plan for real estate agents, right? <laughs> now, then you have just saving money. So you you take a certain percentage of your, your commissions and you put it into your tax account, which nobody does. And then you take a certain percentage of your commission and you put it into your investment account, which nobody does. And then that investment account, you're supposed to go invest it in the stock market or whatever. And that 401k, SEP IRAs, whatever, which from what I've seen in the past, agents either don't do that or they go through up years in the industry and they make a lot of money and they put all this money aside and everything's going good. And then they hit a hard year and they want to keep the same level of uh, lifestyle. So they take the money out of their savings plans and they spend it to keep their lifestyle up. And so now they got to go back, make the money again. So they go through up year and they make some good money and they go through a down year and they lose it all. And at the end of the day, they have nothing left for retirement. And by the way, those agents that are supposed to be investing in real estate for their retirement, they never do that. Rarely do I see agents do that effectively. So that leaves the majority of real estate agents out there. Their retirement plan is to work as much as they can. Because think about it. Have you ever seen or been to a, a, a um, retirement party for a real estate agent? No. Yeah, it's called a funeral. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, sadly, yes. Yes, that's true. So, I totally retire and rested. So, the reason that we got uh, back in the real estate game on a high level this time yeah. is because of this new concept that helps agents to create a retirement plan along the way. Right. I mean, what if you could sell real estate like you've always done? Continue what to if, do it. What if you continue to do it that way and grow your business if you want to? What if you could at the same time earn stock in a company as an owner in that business nationwide, publicly traded on the stock exchange? What if at the same time you could override on agents like a broker? Now, that's been a huge mind shift for me. Because when I looked at this new concept, it took me two months to get my head around it because I'm used to the broker-owner model like we've done for decades. I had no idea about how how's this uh, stock that where the agents own the company. How's that work, right? I'm used to the broker-owner mm -hmm. owning the company. Now the agents own it. And how does this override system work where the agents get to override instead of the broker? I want the broker to make the money. Now the agents get to do it. Essentially, what this company's done is acted like Uber. Because Uber cut the middleman out in the taxi industry and gave it all back to the consumer and the and the drivers. And so mm -hmm. this company's done the same thing in the real estate industry. They've cut the middleman out and give the money back to the agents. And they can mm -hmm. they, they build a retirement plan that passes on to their kids, they build a stock portfolio, and they're selling real estate with their commissions and up in their game. So if you could do something that you're gonna do anyway and get paid two more ways, why would why you do it that? Why wouldn't you want to do that? Well, there are why because some people are not um, as informed and as educated and also they haven't found people that they care for and like and love. You know what I mean, Rick? This is the business. You know, real estate is a very relational business and people are looking for good opportunity to work with, but they also want to work with people who they who will help them, tech them, help them grow, help them expand, help them 
you know, like I always say, dominate. Because that's what we do. Because most people just want to go out there and they just a good plan and they just go out there and try to get lucky. You see, me and Rob, now, I mean, now, we Kim, are blessed to be. Yes, sir. Kim, did you use yes, the sir. word dominate? Did you just say dominate? <laughs> yes, I yes yes I do, and I did, and that is my word. Yes, sir. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, wait a minute. So wait a minute. So you're mentioning you're mentioning a, a, a business model with EXP, without mentioning yeah. any, without mentioning any names of another company. Isn't there right. a company out there right now that that says that you can share in the in the in the in the in the success of the real estate company? That isn't that already being done right now? Let me tell you. Yes, yes. As a matter of fact, is a company that started 35 years ago, and they they had a brand new industry changing program where you can get a part of the profit share of the office, right? right? And it was revolutionary. It, oh it, my! I mean, Remax was revolutionary back 40 years ago, and then this company came out, and they were revolutionary. Well, that's based off of profit share off the office, but. Here's the problem with that is that many offices are not profitable and profit share is a lot different than revenue share. Profit share is off the bottom, revenue share is off the top. What this company did is tweaked an existing system and made it 20 times better. And so that's that, that's the reason that this caught our attention because when you're talking to real estate agents, you have to in their mind, they won't tell you this, but in their mind here's what they're thinking. Number one, does it work? Does yep. the company work? That's that's viable. Well, if you look at this company, three years ago there were six hundred agents in it nationwide. Two years ago, twenty five hundred agents nationwide. Last year, sixty five hundred agents nationwide. Chris just crossed over the eighteen thousand agent mark a few weeks ago. Tracking mm-hmm. is the fastest growing real estate company in history. Now, okay, it works, right? So number two, can I do it? That's what an agent's thinking. Can Can I do do it? it? Well, here's what I'm thinking. Most real estate agents are not good recruiters. They don't know anything about the stock market. All they know is how to sell real estate. So many agents will go, well, I don't know if I can do that. Well, for me, we're saying I don't want you to do anything different than you've done before. Sell real estate. We'll teach you how to be a fantastic real estate agent yep. over what you are today. Improve your system, tweak your system. Along the way, you're going to get the stock in the company just by selling real estate. And when you run into agents, leverage us. Let us talk to them for you. We'll get them on for you. We'll all over out as business partners. That's where agents go, well, huh, if you'll help me with that, I can do this. Yeah. Here's the third thing. Will you help me? Yeah. And see, that's where most agents don't get it. If they mm-hmm. go to work for a real estate broker, most of the time the broker is going to say, come on with my brokers and go sell real estate. But the broker is selling real estate too, usually. So they're mm-hmm. out in the field doing that. They don't have time for you. They really right. have time to answer your broker questions. Well, when for us... We're focused on helping the agents succeed at whatever yep. level they want to succeed at. Right. That's our job. That's our commitment yep. to the people that come on with us as business partners. And so, um, does it work? Absolutely. It's yeah. proven over the last few years. Um, can I do it? 
Yes, they can, because we can show them a path on how they can do exactly what they've done already and get these other benefits. And will you help me? That's what we do. We make the commitment to focusing on helping our business partners to grow their business. Okay, now we want to help. Go ahead, go ahead, Kim. Everybody, Rick. We want to help everybody, Rick, you know, because the company is a really good company. We love everybody. But right now and for the next um, two years, we just want to focus on helping our business partners because our commitment is to our business partners right now. So that way I told our business partner, you know, that we're going to go and commit to help you guys run, you know, grow. I always expand and dominate. <laughs> but after two years, you know, we will help everybody else because that's when we... We want to be able to experience, you know, the level of love, the level of passion, the level of professionalism that, you know, Rob and I have been doing for the past literally 17 like, to 20 years. I know we're dating out there. I'm 25 years old and I'm in real estate 20 years, okay? I can do that kind of math. Just just to let you know, Kim, you, you have used the word love 16 times. I was counting. Yeah, <laughs> you used the word sixteen. Dominated at the same time. That's pretty yes. good. <laughs> yeah, I'm telling you. I'm telling you, Rob. So here's my last question. Yes, sir. A lot of real, a lot of uh, real estate, you know, brokers and team leaders. They have these things called coaching and mentoring. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I'm just, I'm just saying. Please explain, because this is what attracted m- me and my wife to you guys. Because you talked about <laughs> coaching and mentoring, and you talked about that one agent. We had a we had a, a call a, a last week. We talked about that one agent that is so new to being around yeah. being around people as a business owner. How can your you know your company and your 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 leadership team and and Kim and Rob help that agent that's like I passed the exam, I want to make money, I want to be a business owner. How can I make this EXP dream become a reality? So when somebody comes in and there, there's a reason why they started in real estate. Yes, so sir. The first thing we want to find out is why, why are you in real estate? Why are you doing this? What are you doing this for? Who are mm-hmm. you doing this for? So and it, it can't be just for more money because everybody wants more money. You can go exactly. get a job and get more money. You can get a second job and get more money. There's got to mm-hmm. be a deeper reason why you want to get involved in the real estate industry. And it's got to be a strong one because that's what we're going to refer back to throughout an agent's career is why they're doing this in the first place. And they're going to come to us through their career and say, this is hard. Why am I doing this? And I said, you tell me, why are you doing this? Is it Mm -hmm. worth it? Right? So we want to help an agent to figure out why they're doing this. Number one, and then find out where they want to go. Because some different agents have a different vision in their mind of success. So, so like uh, some agents will come into the industry and they'll say, you know what? Success to me is $100,000 a year. Mm-hmm. Well, some agents' success to them is 250000 Some is 500000 Whatever their number is, we want to find out what success is to them. So then we want to find out how hard are you willing to work to get it? What are you willing to do to get it? I mean, for me, my first year in real estate, I had saved, I had saved up six months worth of living expenses and quit my corporate job, cold turkey, to get into the real estate industry. And I had to make it or break it. I had six months to make it. After that, I'm going back to work because I don't, I'm out of money, right? 
So I had to make it. I did not take one day off in my first year in real estate. Worked every holiday, worked every weekend, whatever it took to do it. So I want to find out what an agent's willing to do to be successful. Are they willing to do what it takes to launch their business? Number three, Excellent. what are their strengths? What are their strengths? And what do they, what are they good at? Are they good at talking to people? Kim is an excellent people talker, right? No, 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 no. way. I, I love to listen. If you put me and Kim in a room, I'm listening to people. She's talking to people, okay? So so I take in information. I take in a lot more information than I, than I say out. Kim stays out a lot more information than she takes in, right? Everybody has their own different personality styles. What's Correct. yours? I want to find out from an agent what their personality style is. What are they good at? What are their strengths in? Because if we put them in, in, in doing something on a path that it's going to be uh, more difficult for them, then it's a, a lesser chance of them succeeding. But if I find out the personality style and put them on a path that, that they're already used to doing, then I can help them succeed faster. Does that make any sense? That makes a lot of sense, man. Let, let me just let me just. Uh... This is my, my last question, because I know you guys have poured your hearts and souls into this podcast. And by this and, 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 and just so I want to let you know, this has probably been this is this will probably be the most powerful podcast I've had out of 130 podcasts. Wow. <laughs> wow. I'm not kidding. I'm not kidding. So my 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 uh, last kind of comment is that there's a guy out there. His name is Robert Kiyosaki. Yep. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. He has he has these little you know different you know four different stages of being in business. I wanted to yep. let people Cash know. Right. I want to let people know that the, what you're what you're explaining right now is that fourth quadrant, that fourth quadrant yes, to the bottom right. And that's my that was my analysis. I've never told you that before, but I was thinking about this for the last couple of days. I have the book on the shelf. And I said the EXP business model is that fourth quadrant. It is. That is that fourth we, quadrant. We help so. people to build a business right. for themselves. Instead of building their broker's business, they're building something for themselves. They're leveraging for themselves and their business partners and something that can pass on to their family for legacy income. And, Huge difference. Yes. Right. And Rick, this is one thing I want the agents and listeners out there right now. I don't care if you are a hundred percent or you know whatever, and and people giving bonus to come into their company or whatever they have on going on right now. As we speak, could be a hundred thousand, two hundred thousand. Come on here, I give you and all this stuff. No matter what kind of program out there right now, Rick and I can wholeheartedly share with you right now. All those things is giving you a chance to buy. Uh, to buy you into their system so that way they are the one that's going to be in quadrant four and not you. You see, exactly. for us, for us in EXP, we have one program. I don't think you top producer unless you have mega team, then we have, you know, team split, but everybody is the same cap, okay? And everybody is the same system coming in. You're a superstar, here's an 80-20. You see what I'm saying? You're not a superstar. You're brand new. We have a manager program for you. 70-30 for your first three deals. But no matter what program we put you on, guess what's the most important? I want the agent to take away is that this is, we invite you to, to come in with us to be that business owner and we are supporting your business to help you build your quadrant number four 
that Robert Kiyosaki has been preaching and talking about. All the business, all the real estate business out there, you can bring me over to them to talk to them right now. I don't care what it is. Well, they are not inviting right. you into quarter four, but rather they inviting you into quarter two or three, maybe. Yes. Well, think about it. If you're with a real estate company, you're you're getting a you're paying a split to that real estate company, and you're helping that broker make a lot of money here. You can earn 80 to 100 percent plus. Yes. You can get over 100 percent on your deals with this by the way you build this, and you can override like a broker does. That's totally different than we've ever seen in the industry today. Absolutely. So, my my final question to you guys: What does Kim and Rob do for fun? Uh, <laughs> we love traveling. Dancing. Um, for me, I love dancing, modeling. OMG and you know um, choreography, love dancing, dance game. You know, I like everything music. You know, so those are the fun yep. hobbies of entertainment world. You know, go to fun dancing places. You know, around the world. That's and right. food, we love food. We love Asian food. We love. We, we just got back from California yeah. twice in three weeks. <laughs> I know. I saw you guys out, out there. I saw you guys. Yep. You know, travel on the two of our favorite industries. We love it. Actually, three, right? We would be like travel, real estate, and food. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Well, but well, the most important business of all is we love the people. people. That, right. Yep, that's that's seventeen. That's eighteen times. <laughs> We're in well, the Kim, you know. Well, Kim yes, and sir. Rob, you've been a gracious guest on the Three T One Biz Development Podcast. Uh, how can people get a hold of you? I mean, I know how to get a hold of you. And I know that uh, my wife and I will we, refer uh, lots of people uh, to you for your your wise wisdom about business ownership. And you guys yeah. definitely personify the definition of a business expansion expert. When I saw that, when I saw your your social media posts, I looked at that and it said business expansion expert. And you're the only uh, uh, person, Kim and Rob, that I've ever seen use that that title. Yeah. We could, that's what we've been doing for that's people. Right. When we didn't even have um, enough, uh, I mean, when we locally, we help people expand where exactly yep. what they were. Now we have a platform that we help people, ex- you that's know, right. expand so, locally and globally. So you can reach us at kimandrob.com, and that's Rob with two Bs. That's K-I-M-A-N-D-R-O-B-B.com, kimandrob.com. And we on social media, I mean, like, uh, Kim Hart Campbell on IG and when you say Kim Hart Campbell you can find me everywhere <laughs> I'm also the author of the book you know Inner Peace Out of Abundance on Amazon right now and so um, people if they love me they'll find a way yeah. to get it and I, I think you also have a, a website where people can just get like an overview or how do you how do you want how yeah. do you want to handle that do you want them to contact me yeah. or or you and uh, the either way. Either way, I That's mean, they, I mean, you're amazing, Rick. What what they would do is because you know us already, so it would be awesome for the listener to get in touch with you too. You know, with you and yourself, so that way you guys can you know help them you know put together something that we would love to yeah. be able to to help you and your listeners. You know, yes, I mean, we, we love to. to we go do to, we yes. do consulting calls yeah. too. So if uh, if uh, you have one of your listeners that wants yes. to get on a call with us, and we can kind of go over a. a plan on their real estate career be happy yes. to we love doing that all and right we perfect that with our pod- yeah our podcast as well so it's going to be brand new so we're gonna you know we go into uh 
get our word out here that we, we just want to, you know, show people that we love people and we want to help people. And here's how we're going to do it. And so thank you, Rick, so much for the opportunity. And we, you know, we appreciate you and ourselves so much for your love and passion for the people. That's and right. that's what our common interest is that we care for people so much. And that's what we want to do is to help them more. Alrighty, so let's. I'll end it by saying you have listened to the Three Two One Biz Development Podcast. Three Two One Biz Dev is a business development and sales training think tank, and Three Two One is the only company with sales systems for white collar professionals who did not have access to affordable sales and business development training in college or through certification programs. We can be reached at eight three 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 two one three two one two. We hope that you enjoyed the podcast with Kim and Rob Campbell. That's KimAndRob.com, where they can be reached, or you can give me a call here at 833-321-3212. Make it a great day.